Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we're going to cover a very important and very big topic. And my question for you today is Will America catch a deadly new deal from the coronavirus? So I want to talk to you about what a lot of we're hearing from the political class, the pundit class in Washington, D.C. and in New York. They are advancing this idea that the coronavirus will lead to bigger government and to uh, more centralized government, meaning more edicts, one-size-fits-all mandates coming out of Washington, D.C., instead of having government decided at the lower community level, state level, and only when necessary at the federal level. I disagree with these pundits, though. I believe that the coronavirus will lead people to want smaller and more effective government. So let's take a little walk into the past. Come with me and recall some of my favorite quotes from President Ronald Reagan. He was definitely a crusader for smaller government, limited government, the idea that the power belongs to the people. So let me share with you some of my favorite quotes from President Ronald Reagan. He said, Our government has no power except that granted it by the people. It is time to check and reverse the growth of government, which shows signs of having grown beyond the consent of the governed. Another great, great quote from President Reagan, we've gone astray from first principles. We've lost sight of the rule that individual freedom and in ingenuity are at the very core of everything that we've accomplished. Government's first duty is to protect the people, not run their lives. Another great Reagan quote, all of us should remember that the federal government is not some mysterious institution comprised of buildings, files, and paper, or computers. The people are the government. What we create, we ought to be able to control. Another quote from Ronald Reagan, the answer to a government that's too big is to stop feeding its growth. And I think this next quote from Ronald Reagan really epitomizes this era that we find ourselves in right now with the coronavirus. I hope we once again have reminded people that man is not free unless government is limited. There's a clear cause and effect here that is as neat and predictable as a law of physics. As government expands, liberty contracts. We are seeing that so much right now with the stay-at-home orders in many states, the outrageous overreach by governors like Governor Gretchen Whitmer in Miss Michigan, and some of the ridiculous videos you've seen online of a sole paddleboarder out on the ocean by himself being brought in by the police. We're seeing so much overreach at a time when State governments are also deciding to let inmates go from prison to leave jail. And I think uh, this is a great summation of this time of coronavirus. Ronald Reagan said, 
The best view of big government is in the rear view mirror as we leave it behind. And I think a lot of us are feeling that way about the government mandates coming from the response to the coronavirus, that we have this big government right now, we want to leave it behind. And then, of course, Ronald Reagan was just had the greatest wit. And one of his very famous lines was, the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. So I just want you to think about that in response to how we've seen the government has been handling this crisis. We've seen that the scientists are not they are not right on everything. Their models haven't predicted everything uh, extensively or accurately. They've changed what their opinion is from moment to moment, which is what is science. Science is supposed to be about testing hypotheses and there's a continuing growth in knowledge from science. So we're seeing that a lot now. We're seeing a lot of government overreaction, government wrong action, government inaction, the wrong stuff going on. Whereas President Ronald Reagan understood the proper place and function of the government, particularly the federal government in the constitutional system that we have set up in America, the pundit class, however, is pushing for bigger government, as they always do. And there was this Wall Street Journal article that I'm going to link down below. And the title of the article was The Era of Big Government is Back. And the Wall Street Journal started this article with a sentence saying that history shows that big national shocks have a way of changing the role of government in lasting ways. And then, of course, the Wall Street Journal has to do what establishment media always does. They go to experts, people who are renowned in politics or have accomplished you know, achieving higher office to be the experts in making the points that they're trying to make. So who do they go to? They go to Rahm Emanuel, whom they will call a moderate Democrat, which is hilarious because out of all of the descriptions you could use about Rahm Emanuel, moderate is not an accurate one. So they go to Rahm Emanuel, a quote by him where he says, the era of Ronald Reagan that said basically the government is the enemy is over. And I think when we look at other establishment media outlets, they are pushing the same line. The idea that we're going to have a, a new New Deal that's akin to the federal government's response to the Great Depression. I'm linking down below to a Daily Mail article entitled, Experts Compare Coronavirus Crisis to the Great Depression. So this brings me to my third point today. I believe that government overreach is being exposed, that the scientists are being revealed as fallible as fallible as the rest of us, and God bless our scientists, they are trying as best they can to keep Americans safe and healthy, but they are not God. And government, we are seeing so clearly, cannot protect our health or safety. More government is certainly not the answer. So let's look at this Wall Street Journal article in depth a little more. This is a total distortion of Ronald Reagan's words, which is not surprising given that it's coming from Rahm Emanuel, 
certainly it's a straw man argument to suggest that those who want limited or small government hate all government. That is taking an extreme view that no advocates of limited or small government hold. They want effective government that's kept in its proper place. Now think about this. There's a term called subsidiarity, which is the idea that you have decisions made at the lowest possible level because that's where you're most accountable to the people whose those decisions affect their lives. So the smallest group that makes decisions and effectively is the family. And then you go out from there to your local, your neighborhood, your local community, your county, your state, and then ultimately the federal government. But I think this is really important too. Through the coronavirus crisis, we're seeing that the things that work in New York City are not the same things that are going to work in Hawaii, Oregon, or Texas, or Georgia, or Florida. They're different circumstances. That's why we have the idea of the states being laboratories. And we have the ability, the flexibility to implement different policies based on what the citizens of those states want and what's effective to help them live a flourishing life. So when you think about that, uh, no small government advocate like Ronald Reagan in particular ever said that the U.S. military is the enemy. And for Rahm Emanuel to make that argument is outrageous. And I'm surprised the Wall Street Journal gave him ink on their pages to express that ridiculous distortion of Ronald Reagan's viewpoint. So when you think about it, the question is where government is too far from the source of the people that it's governing, that is the problem. You want the power to be pushed to the lowest possible level for the competence of the policies that are being put into place. Otherwise, you're going to have ineffective, incompetent overreach by a government that is making rules like Ronald Reagan said to run our lives instead of to help us have happy, flourishing lives. And there is nothing about the coronavirus, the coronavirus crisis that calls this into question. The best example of this federalism principle or subsidiarity, as I mentioned before, is that this crisis has given us a perfect example of this. You remember President Trump was very, very hesitant to exercise federal power to try and dictate to the states what they needed to do. He, he came up with guidelines with his team of experts and he left it to the states, the governors, the communities to decide what would work best for their communities. And he used his power as president hesitantly as a last resort he did not usurp state authority, and he understands that it's the state's responsibility to provide for the health and the welfare of their citizens. The federal government has its place, and it should not impede the state's responsibility, either in a good way or a bad way, because if you have the federal government coming up with these one-size-fits-all mandates from Washington, D.C., they're not going to be effective. They're going to be counterproductive, and it's going to be that overreach where we lose our liberty. So when you look back at the coronavirus crisis, once we have some distance from this, we're going to see how the government was not prepared for this pandemic. There were bad decisions on all levels of government, regardless of party, and 
there were things that could have been done that were not done. And you just think about how far we've increased our debt and deficit so that we're really not prepared in an emergency to be able to help people because we are not creating this nest egg for situations like this, which are really the situation itself might not be expected, but certainly we can understand that that life is unpredictable and we need to have resources to be able to protect ourselves in times of crisis. So in the end, the coronavirus really tells us very little about the role and effectiveness of, of government at all levels that we didn't already know. And the virus, I think, reveals so importantly the heart of liberal Democrats, particularly Rahm Emanuel, for expressing this Alinskyite view that you don't let a crisis go to waste. And they see this as pure opportunity to continue to push their larger government, more centralized government ideas, things like universal basic income, Medicare for all, less choice, less liberty for individual Americans and for their families. They see this as a moment of pure opportunity. And that ideological opportunism is the true enemy of the people. The American people wield the power to decide whether to give up more of their liberty to an incompetent government that wants to run their lives or if they want government power exercised at the closest and most effective level. This, my friends, is a choose-your-own-adventure moment for the American people. I hope that in our discussions going forward, we're going to continue to talk about this principle of subsidiarity and how it's so important to effective government uh, assistance of us leading flourishing lives, which is what we set up the Constitution for in the very first place. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please subscribe below, hit the bell, and comment down below for topics that you would like me to cover next. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.